0: This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort, hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301 Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club.
1: Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on a Channel at Tiki Talk. We're your hosts, I'm Sean, I'm Keith, and I'm Alan. So grab yourself a whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 167 for the week of January 1st, 2017. Happy New Year!
2: One minute to midnight One minute to go One minute to say goodbye before we say hello
3: Let's start the new year
2: right Twelve o'clock tonight When they dim the light Let's begin
0: Kissing the old year
1: out. Hello and Happy New Year to everyone outside the Tiki Hut. We are starting the new year off-right as we're going to discuss some things that we loved about 2016 and some things that we're really personally looking forward to in 2017. So, this is the first episode of 2017, so once again, Happy New Year to everyone out there. And thank you for returning to another year of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Happy New Year, everybody. Hopefully everybody... Has recovered from their food comas after Christmas and your hangover after New Year, and we're not too disturbing to your ears right now. No more singing on this episode, I believe. <laughs> I don't think it's planned. I don't think it's on the uh, on the master sheet here, so I think you guys will be safe.
3: There's always uh old lang syne that we. That
1: oh, we that's true. About. I didn't think about that one. Uh, I don't know. Okay. The... I don't know the words to that. I just know old. That's That's all I know. We already broke the rule. I sang. Sorry. Um, (laughs) 2016, I guess, was a good year for Disney. Some interesting things happened. But, uh, you know, the Soarin' Ride 2.0 reopened. They had some issues with it. Uh, Not technical issues, but people. I haven't personally written it yet, but Keith, you have written it. The at the time of recording you didn't, but when this comes out you will have yes uh, have been on it. I it heard was that, fantastic. <laughs> I heard that some of the special <laughs> effects uh, didn't come out too well. If you sit on the sides, you to sit in the really need to sit in the middle to really enjoy it and not be bothered by some of the special effects that happened during it. But uh, over well over overall, I, I'm hearing good things about it. And the new Frozen attraction has reopened up, and it. And Disney did not shut down when it when it opened. I'm kind of shocked.
3: As of recording this, I haven't uh, experienced it yet, but I am planning on doing it. I have a Fast Pass for it, so I'm assured I'll see it. But um, I've heard that the animatronic like, are extremely well done. The ride is a good ride, so uh, I am with an open mind. I will experience it, and I'll. Um, I'm sure we'll do a trip report show, so I'll take another report back on it, but. I think it'll
1: be fun. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's, I've, I hear good things about it, except for you know some of the longer lines that have people have been waiting for. It, but right. overall, people have enjoyed it. And it's not the World Showcase killer that so many people have thought about. I mean, the things that I've heard that aren't good are when uh, food and wine was going on and people were waiting to get online for Frozen and all the drunks coming by and stumbling into <laughs> while they're waiting in line. That's the bad things I've yeah. heard about it. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm hearing good things about the attraction.
3: And then, of course, that you had the start like of the nighttime experiences at Animal Kingdom. I know the, the Rivers of Light had its issues, and the, the, the Jungle Book show was not <laughs> as popular as they hoped it would be. But I've heard that the Tree of Life Awakening is really, really um, spectacular. Nighttime Safari is really neat, too. So um, it's nice that that park is open up at night. I think it just adds another whole element to it. They've got the street parties and music and stuff too. So uh, that's a really uh, a nice addition. Um, and I'm sure that once at the rivers of light is up and fully running, it's going to be really, really cool to
2: see.
1: Yeah. I mean, they had cast think- go ahead.
2: Sorry. So I was just going to say, I think that's the thing I'm looking most forward to is, uh, or not. Look- yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are we looking forward to, I'm looking forward to it because I haven't done it, but also just that I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. <laughs> Go ahead,
1: Sean. Go ahead, Sean. I'm well, I know that they, has, right they had cast member previews for it as of time of the recording. Right. Um, and they said the music was good. It was kind of like watching Illuminations for the most part because there's no fireworks. So that's more of like the type of show you're going to get. Uh, there is um, – I- I've heard that it just kind of ends. There's like no real finale to the show. So – I guess it's uh, maybe they still have to work some out, some of the kinks a little bit more. Who knows? But at least that will be coming, and uh, you know, getting another park open a little bit later is is a good thing. And it's it's a park. I've said it before. I've never been in there past uh, dusk, so it's. I would like to experience and see what the Animal Kingdom Night is like. And I, I, you know, looking at twenty seventeen, you know. Avatar Land, and that's when I'm going to probably experience it. And that's something I'm looking forward to in 2017, or probably 2018 by the time I get to see it. But I, I want to see what Avatar Land is going to be like at night. And, you know, that'll get us add another dimension to that park and create uh, another I don't even know what the right word is, but, uh you know, I, I love the lighting at nighttime. And I'm just curious to see what they're going to do with Avatar.
3: Well, yeah. And I think um, he just did the D23, I think, right? that's what it was but they it came out uh, with some new uh, concept art with a short a teaser video like of the shaman uh, right which was fantastic yeah, that looked really oh my good God. yeah that that has to be the best animatronic i think i've ever seen i mean did we <laughs>
2: confirm that was animatronic cuz i heard it was animated i heard it was animation Oh really? No, I, I like computer heard. animation. I don't know if it's. Uh-oh. I don't know. I just heard somebody said it was computer animated, not an actual animatronic. I don't know what's true.
3: <laughs> as far as computers. I know, it's an animatronic. I think they were showing off what the, it'll be like, but. I mean the the bioluminescence that, that they have, I think, is is going to be really really cool. Um, the floating mountains. I know that you can kind of see them now. It looks quite spectacular, so I am excited for it. I think that the attractions that they are doing for it is really is neat too. So it should be fun. I'm not exactly sure. Um, Avatar was the right film by franchise that you want to hedge in there, but. From everything I've seen from like Imagineering, it looks really, really cool.
2: That's actually what I was trying to say. Was that the whole the whole kind of future of Animal Kingdom and what they've done so far is both what I've you know enjoyed about 2016 and what I'm most looking forward to for 2017. I though mean, I heard the night safari kind of lacks, but just being in that park at night, I think would be really fun, and I'm looking forward to that uh, in about 11 months.
1: Yeah. Well they say that you wanna be there during dusk is the best time to experience a nighttime Safari. So that's if that's what the time you want to shoot for, right before the sun sets is what I hear is the best time to go. And sometimes they say you can hear the lion roar, which is a rare thing to actually hear him do that, so I mean that would be pretty cool if I got to see that. And you know, uh you know, it's gonna be uh it'll be a good thing to see what uh, Animal Kingdom does in the next year, and, you know, with other things that came out of D23 was that they said that uh, Epcot's going to be having some upgrades coming to it. We don't know exactly what it's going to be, but they said that things are going to change in Epcot, so I'm going to assume that's going to be more a future world, where they've closed down um, innovations. You know, a lot of the innovation stuff is gone now, so I'm sure they're going to do something there, and there's always the rumors of the uh, Ellen ride that might become... Uh, what is it? Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Uh, the galaxy right? yeah. uh, that would be a good. I, I have nothing. I have no problem with that. I'd like to see that happen. And you hear the rumors that they might put Ratatouille in, in um, the France Pavilion, so that would be another good thing. So Epcot definitely is going to need some pluses because with uh, Animal Kingdom and Studios getting all these new upgrades to them, Epcot's going to become the park, the least interesting park. In a lot of ways because it's got nothing new so they're gonna to have to add things to that to bring it back up there and, and maintain its number two spot because i'm sure it's going to drop um to number th- i wouldn't be surprised if it drops to number three with uh studios opening up you know with star wars is going to be a big crowd draw in a couple of years so i'm curious to see what they will plan to definitely do with epcot
3: i think too though that epcot hedges his bets on the festivals i mean they extend them further and further, now that I saw that they've added a new one for next year's, there is pretty much not a time of year like when there's not like some like festival that is going on there that involves food and alcohol. So I think as long as they keep that that string up, the people will this will show up. but I do agree that future world needs some help, but I think that that's probably a back burner project now that um, with the studios is kind of a main focus, especially with festivals at Epcot. You're pretty certain to have a decent turnout there, regardless of what's in future world or not. I wouldn't um, be shocked if they didn't hold off on doing anything in future world for quite a while.
2: I mean, I think the, you know, the money they make off food and wine, flower and garden, the Christmas one they're doing or holiday one or whatever. I mean, they can wait a year or two until they're a little, until Pandora's done, until right. they're a little further along in Star Wars land and Toy Story land at Hollywood studios. Because I hate to say this because I love Epcot, but they don't, the powers that be, I don't think they care if Epcot is a tourist. Park right now. I think they are perfectly fine with it being a locals park. If that makes right, sense, right? Yeah, it does. not that the tourists don't go. I mean, I'm going next year during Food and Wine because of Food and Wine. So the tourists still go there. Don't get me wrong, but they make enough money off the locals to wait on the expansion of Epcot. Now they're going to have to do it eventually. They they can't leave it with a barren future land, future world. Sorry. So it's going to happen, but. I mean, if Pandora is supposed to open in 2017, they're saying, I mean, Star Wars and Toy Story Land, really? I mean, no one's even speculating. We're talking about 2020, 2021, before that opens at the earliest. So, you know, depending on what they are going to do at Epcot, it could be 2025 or so before anything happens at Epcot in terms of, you know, actual opening. Goes, that on any the way facts, Disney builds, but, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not basing that on any, like, rumors or anything that I've heard, but... You know, that's just the way it works down there. Um, so th- th- I think for the, I think for the foreseeable future, you're going to be looking at expanded event offerings. You know, the, the food and wine starting in August, I think, in 2017. Is it really? I think I saw August. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! Oh. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy.
2: Flower and Garden runs through like what June, late maybe right. May, or June. I can't remember. So. I mean, and I don't fault them for it. I love the festivals. I love Food and Wine. I love Flower and Garden. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah, the drunks come out on Fridays and Saturdays, and unfortunately even on some weeknights. But
1: overall,
2: I I personally really enjoy them.
1: Yeah, August 31st it starts, to November 13th.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. Crazy. Mm -hmm.
1: So let's talk about the more important things. Magic Bands 2.0. They know they are. They just announced that and uh, it's I don't know if you're going to have I don't know if you're going to have an option of sticking to your regular magic band when you book your trip or if you're automatically going to have to choose the 2.0 I guess it's probably going to get the 2.0 but you're going to allow the Mickey head's going to be able to pop out and you're going to be able to put that into different devices you know such as a uh, a key uh, key thing on the bobber a uh, key band key holder key ring it's fob, key fob. It's fob. Um, yeah, there you go. One of those. A necklace. I've heard that you can be able to do a wristlet if you don't want to do a watch type thing. There's a whole bunch of different things that are gonna gonna be an option for it. But I think I still think that Disney's kind of missing the boat on the whole Magic Band. I think they need to have the ability to use like your Apple Watch would be a great thing. I mean, I'd love to be able to do that with having an Apple Watch, but or have a the Mickey thing light up when. When your fast pass is ready or, or get an alert on your phone, that's something else I want to see them update with uh, my Disney experience.
3: The one the key issue that I have with this and it's not personal fear of mine, but for children who can easily pick it those things and pop them out and throw them or, or drop them somewhere. I mean, the risk of that like, happening is probably pretty high. I can see a kid is on a bus and they're just playing with it and it's dark and it pops out and it gets lost. I mean, I do understand it's a way to to get you to spend some extra money for the accessories and the key fobs and everything. And I've seen the, the technology um, where it's like on certain attractions, there's like sounds and stuff that when you um, like scan your band, that there's uh, like sounds and stuff that comes out like of the turnstile thingy, but and like Sean said, if it had some other capabilities with it, and maybe that's that's it's still an option, it'd be cool uh, if it worked like a Fitbit would, and it would like track your steps and stuff. And like Sean said, if it would you know like take a beep or vibrate once your reservations are ready, that's a nice upgrade. But to just to be able to uh, get to pop it out and put it in accessories, I don't really see. A need for changing it, really.
1: Well, I mean, there's going to be people that people are going to do that because they like the idea that me, I'm not going to, but I can see many people, teenagers are going to probably want to do that. You know, it'll be something fun to do. A lot of people who don't like to wear things on their wrists, that's one thing that they're going to want. They're not going to want on the wrist, but they'll just turn it into the necklace. because... Not everybody likes to wear things on their wrists, you know? Some people aren't watch people, and I like to wear a watch. So, you know, everybody, every I understand everybody's different. I'm just kind of surprised that they did make the change. Because this is just another way for them to make money, because of all the options that are going to be out there. So... They're hoping that this is another way to make another nickel off of it, of all well, the accessories. That's why they don't allow you to use your smartwatch to to, mm. to use to get into the park or Fast Pass, which makes more sense. But they don't.
3: I just wonder too if it will affect entrance wait times. Um, no, it's the same thing attraction. as it is now.
1: It's, it's not going to change anything. Well, uh, you have to be ready, only, but. Because there's people like, but, but if you've ever been online, there's people that keep it in their pocket or their purse. So it's going to be this. Those are the same type yeah. of people. It's not going to make a difference.
3: Yeah, they they take and wait until they're right there, and then they go and fumble through their pockets and purses the, just to try and find. Or it. the person who
1: gets in the fast fast pass line and doesn't have a fast pass. Like what do you right. mean you don't have a fast pass? Uh, I'm online. <laughs> or it's for the wrong pass? time. Yeah, it's like it's just, it's that's not going to change. So it's not you know yeah. it's not going to affect you.
2: Everything affects Keith. Keith doesn't like people. <laughs> He's an angry elf.
3: I am. But, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see I like, paying for something that's included anyway. I mean, that's why I don't damn buy the specialty magic bands now. I just would much rather buy the, the My Fantasy bands and put the decals on them right. than to spend like 24 dollars on a band it's only good for like two years and if you're not a local that's another thing if they could actually have these bands where they are good for like five years or 10 years then i could see like possibly buying one but for those of us who only take like one or two trips a year you know they're only getting two or four uses out of it so
1: all right, well let's talk about something that you might get a use out of. Forget the, forget the magic band. The express transportation from park to park for $15 a day per person or $24 for a multi-day ticket, which they have four drop-off a drop-off location in each of the park and it once you get into a park and you use the express service, you don't have to go through security again at the next park. So, is this something that you guys think you would use at all?
2: Curious. Not having to go back through security, especially with the way the security lines seem. I haven't been since they they changed it, so I'm kind of, you know, basing it just on the pictures. But not having to go back through security is a big, big plus. Uh, Especially with, you know, I always have a backpack, but that's pretty quick. But I'm about to have, you know, a stroller and a diaper bag and whatever. Lord knows whatever else I'm going to have, and and that's just going to make it even Longer for for me personally. In addition to waiting in line, so I'm not sure it's worth you know thirty dollars or forty five after they start if they charge me for the baby um, to to avoid. But the, he would have to be exponentially faster, like exponentially faster. Hey, somebody's not on mute.
1: Yes, Keith. All right.
2: <laughs> um, I was like, what is that noise? Um, it would have to be exponentially faster. I mean, if it saves me 15 minutes, then no, it's not worth it. But if it saves me 45 minutes to an hour, yeah, it's getting a little closer at that point. If you're, if I'm park hopping. Right.
1: See, a lot of times I go from park back to the resort and then go to the park afterwards. So it's not necessarily going to come in too handy for me. And I don't know if I would use it going from Epcot to Magic Kingdom just because I love using the monorail. So I'd really have to think about it on a trip. It's I don't I think the price point is good. I think it's it's nothing that I would get too upset about, but I don't know if I would really use it or would take advantage of it.
3: It was available um, on our trip this past December, but I passed on it. i um, just um, because it was a shorter trip as well. It's like I kind of wanted to wait to see the reports on it. The two things that stood out though The bag check's a big plus for me, too. That's a cool feature, but your price point is cheap enough that I think that you'll get a ton of people actually doing it. So if you have a ton of people actually doing it, is it saving you that much time if you still have to wait for a bus anyway?
1: And you know that right now it's reasonable, but by February 14th, it's going to be $25 a person, so
2: oh yeah. yeah and I also think you're I don't think enough people are gonna do it even though a lot of people might do it I don't think enough people are gonna do it that you're ever waiting for a right. bus Probably backstage not. and if you ever do like you say what you want about um and this is my opinion not necessarily uh, of the show but Say what you want about all these upcharge events and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not trying to go down that road, but the fact is, is if you are willing to pay more money, Disney will take a little bit better care of you, period. Right. Um, yeah. Say what you want about a cabana a tent in Tomorrowland. I personally think it's hideous looking. It but if you're willing to pay for it, you get mm-hmm. out of the sun and you get you know, drinks and whatever else. I haven't even really looked at it too much, but whatever you get, you're, you're paying a premium to get it. If you're willing to pay for a plaid to walk around with you all day, you are getting top notch treatment. If you're willing to pay 45 bucks or uh, 60 bucks for your family of four to hop on a bus, if there's a little bit of a line, I guarantee you they're rerouting a bus to you. Exactly. Reroute one to pop century or, and I don't pick on pop, but whatever, you know, they're, they're just going to do that. I mean, you know, Look at the bus lines at a value resort and compare them to the bus lines that you see at the deluxe resorts. Now, admittedly, less people, I guess percentage wise, stay at a at the Grand Floridian than they do at Pop, but they're not making the people at the Grand Floridian wait as long. It's just you don't. That's not how you treat your top paying customers. Right or wrong, that's just the way it is. Oh. So they're going to take buses away from those of us that aren't paying for it. And provide them to those that are if it comes down to having to choose and they're not going to buy more buses that's for sure I mean other than when they have to replace buses you know but they're not they're not increasing the number of buses in their fleet because of this fifteen dollars a person right. per day or whatever exactly
3: right yeah like I said I'll take and wait and see and see what the people who have actually done it say if it was a longer trip I might pay the the 48 bucks for two people and see what it's like. Yeah, it's one of those things that it might stick and it might it might not. So, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: So, another one other thing I guess that we should bring up is uh, Hollywood Studios big change with uh, Star Wars making a Star Wars a significant part of the evening there with the Star Wars fireworks spectacular that they have going on, Keith. You experienced the first um, incarnation of it. I didn't experience any of it yet, but uh, you know that is something I'm looking forward to in 2017. It's, it's it is pretty popular. I heard great things about it from everybody who's seen it. So uh, that's great that that Hollywood Studios added that in front of um, Grommish Chinese Theater and. You know That has become a focal point of the park again with the removal of the hat, so that's a great thing.
3: The first show I saw was spectacular. I can't say enough good things about it. Unfortunately, uh, they did the uh, Jingle Bam show for the, the holidays, so I wasn't able to see a new one, Star Wars one, but... I've seen it and stuff like online and amazing at how they are starting to incorporate different mediums into these shows. I mean, you've got the projections with the lasers, with the fireworks and everything is just in sync. Like, like Disney does. I mean, it's so cool and I can't wait to see the, a new one in 2017 if it's still there that's when i get down there next but yeah it, it's just a top notch show especially now like with the drone technology they're starting to explore now too that just opens up a whole other thing so i think that the night time shows are just uh will get uh, even better as they explore the technology and try some new things out
2: yeah show, i mean the projection stuff is is pretty pretty cool um I've heard the sight lines at Hollywood Studios are kind of garbage, but right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You can't fix sight lines without tearing down buildings and don't give them any uh, suggestions. For <laughs> right now. Um, so I don't know how you fix that, but the projection shows are really, I mean, they've come a long way. If you think back to, you know, kind of that first castle projection show that was, you know, kind of good, but not as nearly like what it is now, right. even that short-lived uh johnny depp pirates of the caribbean thing at hollywood studios which i did and it wasn't fantastic by any means but if you want to look at it just from the technical aspect i thought the projection was amazing i mean the johnny depp character looked literally like he was standing up there i mean just really really amazing technology there Um, just to show off what they can do was pretty cool so they've, they've come a long way a lot of complaints about you know it's not it's not what it's not the dark rides of the the old days and the animatronics and all that but if it's entertaining it's entertaining i'm sorry i mean that's just the way it is as long as it entertains me i don't care if it's a video projection over an actual animatronic personally
1: no i agree with you and uh, you know the thing now i want to say that i'm looking forward to in 2017 is seeing wilderness lodge's completion that's supposed to be finished at some point next year. Or this year, when you're listening to the show, uh, yes, that you know, adding the new DVC there, that's going to be a great thing. I'm looking forward to seeing how that all turns out. It's gonna, uh, hopefully, it's, it's going to make the resort even more beautiful, and hopefully, people don't want to stay there so I can get into the resort. <laughs> you know, <I'm, laughs> it's, it is one of my favorites, so I'm looking forward to that. I think that. it'll
2: be interesting how they're going to split it though. That it's going to be its own like contract from. Well,
1: it's the same thing with yeah. Animal Kingdom, really. It's you know the main. Well, no, except,
2: but there's really only one. Like you're gonna, there's gonna be two different contracts at Wilderness right. Lodge, the original one and then the new one. Whereas Animal Kingdom Lodge, yeah, there's two separate buildings. But if you own an Animal Kingdom Lodge, you own the same contract that everybody else. No,
1: if you own Animal Kingdom, you don't own a Kidani They're two separate ones. Kidani and Animal Kingdom are two separate uh, contracts.
2: No, they're not because Jumbo House wasn't DVC originally. Joppa yeah, but they added all regular rooms. And they I, I believe it's
1: them. yeah. They converted them, and then they built Kadani later on. I believe they're two. I believe they're two separate contracts. I'm pretty sure.
2: You might be right. I don't think so. So, but if that's Sorry, what's going to happen
1: with Wilderness Lodge. It'll be two separate contracts. Yeah. So, if you like, yeah, I own right. yes. the the villas. I'll get the. I'll have priority at the villas, but if I want to stay at the new part of it, I'm going to have to wait till the seven month window, which is kind of weird to think that I have to wait until the seven month window to check into there to get to, to, to the ability to, to book there. But you know, that's how it's going to be. But even if I, as long as I still get to stay in the villas itself at 11 months, I'm still going to have access to everything on property anyway. So it doesn't make a difference.
2: Right. Yeah, you will. And I, and just going along the DVC lines, I'm kind of, in you know, hate on the DVC all you want, but I'm kind of interested to see what what will come after this and what's going to be the next big announcement because there's been a lot of rumors about a moderate resort getting the DVC treatment. And I'm curious how they will make that work. Um, So I am curious to see if they do that or uh, what I think the next one is probably going to be uh, the rumor about um, converting more yacht and beach club uh, regular rooms to DVC. I, I see them doing that before they do anything with the moderate sort could be but i'm interested to see what dvc decides to do next as a dvc member i'm interested
1: in that you know i'm just looking forward to hopefully right now i have a trip planned in the end of april early may i'm hoping that it does happen so that'll be something i'm looking forward to let's see if it happens and i'll miss out on the avatar land opening which would be a bummer but alan you'll be going in november so you'll yep. more I than likely
2: today, as of recording.
1: Yep, get to see <laughs> Avatar Land. Keith maybe goes in November. He doesn't know yet. So uh, interesting. To see. I'm it. planning on it. Yeah. So planning on it.
2: Are we all three going to be there in November?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't know probably until June.
2: Yeah. And you said you were kind of always yeah. away, but I mean, I would I mean, love I have to, to do go ahead and book at eleven months.
1: Yeah, I would love to do <laughs> one of the Ron Disney events. I want to. I mean, I'd love to be able to do the 5K with you guys, but uh, I don't know.
2: But then I'd have to run the 5K. I'm not running the 5K. Come on, you have to
1: run the 5K if Keith and I run the 5K. I'm already <laughs> running the
2: 10K and the half. I can't. Sure you don't can. I not to run the 5K too. I can, but that doesn't mean I won't. Actually, I can't because I'm not going down till Friday, oh. so I wouldn't be able to run the race. I'd well, have to I? go down Thursday to run the race.
1: Go down by yourself.
2: Yeah, that's not going to work. Sure it can. No, it's not gonna work. I can't run the 5K because I won't be down there until after the 5K is over. <sighs> you ruined everything. Do well, you guys just run the 10K on Saturday? It's only uh, like three I, miles. I can barely course.
1: run a 5K. You want me to run a 10? I know.
2: You don't have to run it. Just walk it, man. You can walk a 16-minute pace. Come on.
1: Um. Yeah, I could probably walk a a 12-minute pace.
2: To be moving pretty quick. That's a fast walk. Sure. <laughs> That's a fast walk. I could do it. It's power walking, yes. <laughs> that's not quite uh, power walking. I was running. This is a fast walk. Yeah, I mean
1: but that's, that's one of those. I'd love to do it. You know, we'll see.
2: We'll see what happens.
1: See if I win the lottery.
3: I think that you kind of spoiled mine, but I we think that the one thing that, yeah, the one thing that I am looking forward to in 17 um, is doing a 5K actually at the parks. I did the uh, virtual series this past year, which was a pretty big accomplishment for me, but as uh, my wife and I would like to actually do one at the parks, so uh, we are, are hoping to do the one, I think it's a holiday one uh, that's in November.
2: Yes, it's themed after Christmas
3: Yeah, so uh, we're uh, going to shoot for that one going to attempt to make it a longer trip and maybe have the family down for like a few days of that trip too it's always nice to, to share the, those memories with other people too so that's our plan for 17 as much as i would uh would like to do two trips and do an earlier one uh, we'll just have to kind of like see if we can swing uh like a four-day like weekend or something maybe but until then uh, we're just gonna gonna shoot for the extended trip in the fall so it's exciting for sure, but but that just it seems like so far from <laughs> from
1: now.
2: As of recording, I'm 333 days away from my vacation. <laughs> I'm,
1: like,
2: I'm excited that I'm going, and then I'm like 333 days. Good lord, that is a really <laughs> really long time from now. But what can you do? Just keep counting. Just keep counting. Just keep counting. 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 Just keep counting. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week, I believe. Anybody else? Bueller? No. Bueller? Bueller? Oh good. All right. But first we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller inferences delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit Kingdomstrollers.com or call four zero seven two seven one five three zero one. Also head over to myfantasybands.com, where you can get customized magic band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. And if you use the code Enchanted Tiki Twenty, you can get twenty percent off your order. That's Enchanted Tiki Talk two Zero to get twenty percent off your order at myfantasybands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in notes at dot talk.com email us at podcast at dot talk.com and leave us a message on the tiki talk hotline which is 2564 my tiki that's two five six four six nine eight four five four. please like us on facebook check out our store at redbubble.com follow us on twitter and on instagram at tiki talk podcast and lastly if you enjoy the show please take the time to rate us on itunes
1: and you can find me on twitter at one minute disney dream that's one min disney dream mouseworldvacations.com and mousebros.com
3: you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Whip Daily.
2: And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean or Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. We got him in tonight. Should all
3: acquaintance be forgotten. Days of old anxiety. Okay, it's so the New
2: Year song, so
3: while uh you were babbling about D V C stuff I was watching at Star Wars thing. Yes,
2: we you know we heard it.
3: Well <laughs> yeah, but they are actually gonna start a seven hour Star Wars tour at the studios
1: seven for what
3: they didn't announce like everything it's included but you get to ride star tours
1: um, six hours
3: you get um, (laughs) a quick service meal dessert party and i'm sure Oh, those Oh, (laughs) the death troopers are badass you should see those guys
1: they're cool but um turn into the death star yeah the the ball (laughs) there it is
3: it's almost there because I'm not live yet but they uh, on are turning Spaceship Earth into the Death oh, I know Star that. yeah
2: I know. I'm just...
3: but I'm not sure like if you get uh, like special access kind of to close. launch bay or I want to say uh, shoot something like what it is but if they have the lasers actually shooting out of it that would be badass they did I must not uh, be like completely caught up then
1: that's it that's it that was a disappointment.
3: A crummy commercial. <laughs> a
2: son of a bitch. Star Wars commercial.
1: Ooh. Star Trek is better. Shut up. Shut your Live mouth. going to Prosper.
2: Ooh. <laughs> it's literally just. I mean, the projection is cool, but
1: yeah, like, it's kind of. I
2: mean, that's that's it.
1: That's yeah, exactly. That's it. I was expecting a little bit more. Maybe, like, I I was hoping maybe you would see a couple, like, X-Wings, like, fight on the Death Star or something. (laughs) Maybe it looks better there than it does on TV. I don't know.
0: Uh. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.